Hi, I'm Joey, and this is We Love College Water Ski, the podcast where I'm going to talk to every collegiate ski team in the United States. This week, my guest is Camille Hawking from Western Washington. Camille, do you want to say hi? Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Camille. I am a senior at Western Washington University, and I'm a member of their water ski team. Great. Uh, how long have you been on the water? Um, so my, I have been skiing my entire life. I, um, my first time skiing, I was like three years old with my dad. Um, he was just holding me on his jump skis while he skied. So pretty much my entire life I've been skiing and on the water. Um, and then once I got to college, I decided that I wanted to be a part of a water ski team. That's kind of been my dream since I was little. And so I ended up at Western and got to be on the ski team and it's been really awesome. But it's great. So it's always cool to hear about people uh, knowing about collegiate skiing before college. Yeah. Uh, what did you think it would be like when you uh, joined a ski team? I am not really sure. I didn't, I guess I wasn't quite sure of what the expectation would be like just growing up um, as a part of the water ski community. I've skied in AWSA tournaments my whole life. And so I guess I kind of assumed that it would be very similar to that. And those tournaments are more formal, I guess I would say. And, um, you know, you go and ski and there's not a whole lot of, I mean, there's like interaction, but I was just figuring it would be like that. And then um, I didn't have too many expectations, I guess, of how college would be different, but I was <laughs> kind of blown away the first tournament that I went to in college, just because it is very different and something that's very unique. And um, yeah, it was really awesome though. And it was a good change, I guess, to that sort of um, a different tournament aspect and environment. Sorry, my dog started barking. Uh, <laughs> what events do you do? I do all three. Um, so I, yeah, I do all three events, but my favorite is slalom. And so I spend most of my time doing that, but it is really fun to be a overall skier. Um, but yeah, I do all three. Cool. Uh, and then, so you, did you know Western had a team before you committed to going there? I did. Yep. So, um, I know, I knew quite a few people on the team, um, before going to school. Um, and Terry Goodman, who is our coach and kind of, um, he, we were skiing at his lake and all that stuff. I have known him for quite a while now, and I've been lucky enough to, he's come out to our lake and, um, done some camps out here. And so I I've known Terry for a while and he, is kind of who introduced me to Western ski team. And he, from when I was in high school, he was kind of pushing me to try to get me to go there. And so he was a big reason why I ended up at Western. So I did know that they had a team beforehand. Um, and that was pretty much 100% of the reason why I decided to go to Western was to be on the ski team. So, um, but it's been great so far. Great. And then, it sounds like you're kind of like recruited to go to Western. Is that like an unusual thing or how's, how do, how's your team kind of like made up? Like, um, so it's, we don't, I, I mean, I guess I was not necessarily recruited, I would say, but Terry did want me to go there. So we have, um, our team is kind of split. I'd say probably 50, 50. We have a lot of people who, um, joined the team. It was just kind of like a random occurrence of 
they came at the info fair, they saw the boat, met the team and decided to join the team. And then the other 50% have a background in skiing. Um, and so I guess there are some people who we do try to recruit to go there. And Terry is a huge push behind that because he is an incredible coach and an incredible person. And so um, he's kind of like our drawing point, I guess, of trying to get people to go there just because it's an incredible experience to be able to ski with him and um, to be coached by him. So I, I guess it's we don't like actively recruit people, whereas some of the other teams do that. But in a sense, we we sort of do. We try to reach out to people who we think would be good members of our team and um, try to get them to join our team. So I guess it's a little bit of both, but. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like very similar to the Midwest style of recruiting where I know like people, of course, people like do unofficial things like at AWSA tournaments where if like four guys from Ohio State are there, they're going to talk to the kid in short line uh -huh. who's in high school. And I'm not sure how Western Washington is as a college, but is it like a big enough thing to draw like, hey, you can ski for Western Washington? Um, It's a fairly small school overall. We only have like about 15,000 students. So it's, um, it's, a, it's not like a huge, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, it's kind of hard to, um, like talk about, I, I, I guess in that sense, cause we're not a huge team and it's not like so many people know about the team that it's like, oh yeah, you can come here and be on our team. And it's this um, huge school, uh, like say going to Alabama or something that has a huge, um, it, that is a huge university, but um, it is, I don't know. It's a very unique experience, I guess, to be on the team there um, and, we're one of the only division one teams that Western has, or I guess in, in recent years, we've been one of the only division one teams that Western has had. So um, that is definitely a huge, I guess, talking point when it comes to uh, recruiting new people is that we are one of those only teams on campus, but. Interesting. And then, so with half your team being like non ADO, AWSA members, that leaves like a lot of people like catch up. Like, what do you guys do to like get them up to speed? Um, to, like, continue? Oh. oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so everyone that uh, is on our team, they're just very willing to, um, they're like so willing to learn and um, going on when I started, when I joined the team, um, we had people that had started skiing the year before and they were just dedicated to it. And they, um, I don't know, I guess, um, we're just willing to put in the time to get better. And it was something that they actively wanted to do. And Terry was also very helpful with the fact that, um, we had to practice a lot or he, yeah, I guess he let us practice at his lake every single day and during the weekends and, for the people that were still living in Bellingham over the summer, he skied or he let them ski at his lake over the summer and just coaching us. And he wanted us to get better and everyone was willing and wanting to get better. And so I think that that really helped just having someone to kind of push us and coach us along the way so that we could improve a team, especially those individuals who 
didn't have prior skiing experiences, I think it was something they wanted better at. And so they put in the time and the effort to get better. And I mean, we have so many people on the team who look at them for you themselves. You have no idea. They started just three, four years here to where they're now. It's really amazing. And it's a really Going back. Okay. So my last question was because I don't know anything about the Western region. Like, uh, how do you guys like normally stand uh, during tournaments compared to your other teams? Um, so on the West Coast, um, we are in recent years, we've gotten second place at regionals twice and then third place one of the years. And so we do have some really strong skiers um and i a lot of members who ski on the west coast some of them are brand new to skiing and so they don't have a lot of that experience and so just because a lot of our members do have we have a lot of strong skiers we kind of we've been able to be competitive on at our tournaments and at regionals um ever since i've been on the team at least I, I'm not sure what it was like before but I think Western has always been a very competitive team on the west coast and um, yeah we're just lucky enough to have had the ability to get some competitive skiers on our team in um, recent years but nice and like what's the competitive atmosphere like out there like are uh, there team the rivalries are there uh, I'm not sure I really don't know anything about the west um, I guess there sort of are, um, but it's, it's like very, I guess it's like a friendly competition. Um, we have at regionals, there is usually the top four teams go to nationals, sometimes the fifth, depending on, um, you know, how all the other regions fall. And so it, there definitely is a competition when it comes to that. There can be teams who are, it falls within like, a handful of points of whether who gets third or fourth or um, whatever. And so it is sort of fun to have that competition aspect, but it's all friendly. I think that's what I love about the West Coast is it has that competitive aspect, but everyone is also rooting, rooting for each other. And I'd say we're a very close region. And so it's not like it's too competitive, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think it is very, yeah, I guess just a friendly competition. It's very cool and every team is happy for the other one, no matter what. Um, and so it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a lot of fun going to regionals and having uh, close with teams being close like that. Um, yeah. yeah. That's all, that's always really cool to hear. And something I hadn't even like thought of with the West Coast being are you guys the like smallest number-wise region? Do you know? I honestly am not entirely sure. Um, yeah, but I think, I actually do think now that you say that, I think we are, we only have about, at regionals, I think we have seven to eight teams maybe who are competing, whereas I know the, the Midwest has so many teams and, you know, they just, they have like a qualifying tournament just to compete at regionals and things like that. So I guess compared to the Midwest, we definitely are a lot smaller. 
Yeah. So that's one, that's gotta be one nice thing where you can like have a relationship with every team in your region. Yeah, it's definitely, it makes it a lot, a lot more fun. I would say just because you kind of know everyone at tournaments and um, you have that ability to kind of make relationships and friendships with everyone on the West Coast, which definitely makes tournaments a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. What else do I have? Do, oh, uh, have you got, were you guys able to ski through the fall? Or, like how often can you guys yeah. ski? So our team, um, it's a little bit odd. Our school, we are on the quarter system. And so we don't start school until the end of September. Um, and so usually our first or second weekend of school, we're heading to regionals. And then a week or two later, we're heading to nationals. Mm -hmm. And so compared to a lot of the other teams on the West Coast, we kind of miss a lot of the fall skiing that happens just because our members are not at school yet. And so we don't get a whole lot of practice in the fall, unfortunately. It's usually only um, like three to four weeks of getting to ski together as a team, just because after nationals, it gets pretty cold at, in Washington. And so um, unfortunately our fall season is very short, but we still get to ski in regionals and nationals each year. So um, we, I don't know, we make the most of it. And uh, yeah, we get a decent amount of skiing in for starting so late, I guess. Great. Yeah, no, that's gotta be really interesting for like picking up kids and recruiting. Yeah, it's definitely a little hard just because we usually have, before school starts, we have two days of an info fair. And so we get to meet the new students and things like that and have a booth and try to recruit people on campus. But it is a little difficult to, they're like, they just moved to campus and then they meet us and then we're like, oh yeah, we're going to California this weekend for regionals, please come with us or whatever. It is a very short turnaround. So we unfortunately kind of have to spread our recruiting out over the year just because we'll meet a lot of people who are interested in the fall and then they can't fly to California the week after we meet them or um, it's, that's just a huge commitment to ask of them. And so um, it is definitely a struggle to try and get people interested on such a short notice, but at least throughout the year, we um, are able to stay in contact with them and hopefully in the fall, get them starting to ski. And then, so you fly to California for, for regionals? For the most part, yes. We are the most Western team on the West Coast. And so for pretty much all of our tournaments, we have to fly to them in California just because most of them are in Southern California. Um, the closest one to us is Sacramento. And so we can drive to that one. It's like about a 13 to 14 hour drive. Um, but for all of the other ones, we usually do have to fly just because it's a very long drive from Washington. Yeah, that's, well, I'm just in shock because when I've skied, I've had to fly, I've only had to fly for skiing once. And it, that was a huge pain. I can't imagine doing that like regularly. Yeah, it's it's a little hard, especially in the spring when there's four or so tournaments in a row. Um, because you kind of have to pick and choose which tournaments you want to go to just because it does get expensive and you do have to miss school um, 
at least a day, if not more, to fly down there. And it is just a lot of traveling and a lot of extra stress. So unfortunately, we can't go to all of the tournaments in the spring just because it is, it's a lot to fly to every single tournament. But um, yeah, we try to host at least one tournament in Washington a year just so everyone else can fly to us and we get the chance to host a tournament and um, thankfully not have to fly. <laughs> and then, so if you're hosting tournaments, do you have a lot of uh, members who are have their official ratings in some way? We do, yes. Um, we at least try to get, for tournaments, I guess we have a lot of contacts in Washington. So thankfully we have a lot of people who are willing to help us with all the um, chief officials ratings for our tournaments. And then our team just sort of fills in the gaps with um, like being assistant chief judge or um, working to assign people to be judges. But that's the very cool thing about the West Coast, I would say, is a lot of the um, skiers have their officials ratings. And so at tournaments, everyone is willing to help out and judge or score wherever they're needed. And so um, our, a lot of our team members have their officials ratings, but we also can rely on the West Coast as well to sort of help us out with those tournaments. Okay, great. Yeah, I know a big thing in the Midwest because so many skiers uh, on my part of the country are, you learn about it like a oh, day into college, you're at the tournament the next week, like no one grows up with it. So no one like really knows how much like you need to like have officials. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully we, so we actually hosted the Western regionals last fall and um, we had some new members that uh, were willing to come with us and sort of help us out at that tournament. And we just try to get everyone involved and at least learn how to run a tournament just because it is very important and I mean, a, a lot of work does go into putting on a tournament and getting your officials ratings. And so it's it's very cool because they were all eager to come and learn about what tournament water skiing was like. And they were interested, I guess, to learn about getting their officials ratings and help out where they can. So that's the other good thing is just having eager people who are willing to help out where they can. Yeah. And then going back to what you're saying about recruiting throughout the year like i know a lot of uh, teams struggle with that like i've had uh recruit lists that are like 130 names long and like uh because you know everyone wants to like sign up for something and then uh after the fall season it's almost impossible to get them like those people to come back in like what do you guys do to like recruit all year long um so usually our main point of contact is the info fair that we have at the beginning of the year and we usually try to get the students emails and phone numbers and um i do feel a little bad because we kind of annoy them but we usually have like an information session at the beginning of the year just so they can learn about the team and meet everyone on the team um and then we just try to contact them throughout the year. And if they they don't feel comfortable, or sorry, comfortable coming with us to a tournament that's a week into their freshman year of college, we just try to reach out to them when the spring season starts and just say, hey, we're, we're starting to practice if you wanna come out. And we usually try and do a um, 
a day that we have people, new members out and they can learn how to ski or ski if they want to. And we just try to incorporate that so they get the chance to come out and learn how to ski if they've never skied or just experience what our practice is like. And then we just, it, it is a little hard. I think it's a struggle for everybody to try and get people interested because our season is so short in the fall that they join other clubs or they sort of meet other people or just kind of find their way. And so they don't want to add on another club or um, something like that. But we just try to keep contact with them and just reach out when we start to practice again in the spring. Okay. And then uh, when you, if you do get like new people to like tag along, like to like be part of it in the fall, uh, do you guys balance the uh, A team skiers and B team skiers like during practice? Yes. Yeah, so we, um, previously the first two years that I was at Western, we were skiing at Terry Goodman's Lake. And so there we had a little bit more flexibility um, time-wise with how long we could practice for. And so it was a good balance of um, like A-team skiers and B-team skiers. Um, but our, our team is relatively small compared to a lot of other teams. And so to be quite honest, we don't have a lot of B-team skiers. Mostly everyone who is on the team is on A-team just because I think we have probably well, this year we have quite a few less, but usually we only have like 10 to 12 members on our team. And so um, usually it's a pretty good balance of uh, practice of, oh, sorry, um, members getting to ski both A team and B team. Okay. And then, so just then with 12 people, uh, are you all three eventers? Um, for the most part, yes, we are. Um, uh, there are a few people who have joined the team just in the past <clears throat> year or so who were only slalom skiers, but they are very interested in learning how to jump or learning how to trick. Um, but for the most part, we are all three eventers or at least slalom is our main thing or jump is our main event, but then we also do the other two just to kind of even out the team. Oh yeah, that seems like a fairly common thing where, especially in college, where I know a lot of people like, oh, you can run the slalom, you can uh, get in the short line slalom, cool, don't practice that, go over the ramp. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Dropping in and out. Family is a big jumping family. And so um, pretty much everyone who would come to practice, whether they've been on a slalom ski or if they've ever skied before, it was like, all right, you're ready to go off the ramp. So um, we do have a lot of people who, I mean, regardless of their experience, they are interested in jumping and are willing to do it, which I think is awesome. So yeah, uh, that's always for uh, my team. That's always like a struggle to get people to go over the ramp uh, a, second, Terry, a second time. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terry is a very good um I don't know, I guess a, a good persuader. The first time that I, my dad and I, when I first went to college, we went out to the lake for practice and there was this kid jumping and he just was someone on the team's roommate and she dragged him out to practice and he had never skied before and Terry had convinced him to go off the ramp and 
I mean, he landed his like second jump, I think, and then just got into it. He came to nationals with us and jumped at nationals. So it's, it's very cool. And I think that jumping is a huge part of our team. That's kind of what everyone is interested in just because of our background with Terry. And so, um, I don't know, it's a very cool thing to see people get interested in jump and that kind of pulls them into being on the team. Yeah, honestly, like jump is by far my favorite event. It's, it's, it's very fun. <laughs> Let's see, what else can I ask you? Uh, do you guys have any like plans to like ski in the spring? Is like COVID letting you guys do that? Unfortunately, we are not able to um, just because, I mean, COVID has been unfortunate for every team and I know a lot of teams are unable to practice. And so as of right now, we are not able to practice this spring, but thankfully a lot of our members have, um, like right now I'm home in Colorado. And so I'm able to ski here. And then I, some of our other members, they have lakes in Washington. And so we're trying to at least make some trips just to ski like independently at lakes. But unfortunately, as for like structured team practice, we are unable to do that this spring. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. Especially like, especially because as far as I know, they're still planning on doing a spring nationals. I'm really interested to seeing from what I can tell, it's going to be a cool mix of like the teams are like good and like normally at nationals and then like the teams that were able to practice basically. Yeah. So actually something cool is we are hosting nationals at my lake in Colorado. So yeah. And our team, we are supposed to co-host it with Purdue, but um, we are, I'm not entirely sure things are just a little up in the air with, uh, having our teams be able to like actively host that tournament but so it it's going to be at my lake here and I think it will be a super interesting mix of national competitors um, who are very good skiers but also they're it seems like they're opening it up a little bit more so that we'll have more more people I guess in a, a wider array of skiers so I am excited. I hope that it does end up still happening and hopefully it'll be a, a really good time, but. Then, so I didn't know that you were like on that lake. Oh, uh, is that, that's also Eric O'Keefe's lake, right? Like he's also there. Yep. Oh. Yes, it is. Yeah. So that's why um, I've grown up with Eric my entire life and I've, I've known him since we were both itty bitty. Um, but so it's been really cool just to grow up together. And then I went to Western and then he went to Purdue. And so it's, it's cool to see him in nationals and see both of us getting to ski in college. But so that's why we are co-hosting it with them is um, Eric and I kind of wanted to host a tournament here, a, a collegiate tournament. We've hosted many AWSA tournaments, but um, we thought it'd be cool to bring the collegiate tournament aspect to our lake, but yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember the general reaction in the Great Lakes when Eric like, came uh, to Purdue. So um, Purdue also has a kid like Jose Luis Tejada, who is from Peru, but he's like uh, on their national team, I think. Like, by, like he stepped onto the water and everyone goes like, well, there goes, over, go, there goes first place for all three events the next four years. And then 
people are like selfishly like, okay, Jose is going to graduate. Like it's other kids get a chance. And then Eric drops in and it's like, well, Purdue got another one. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool to see him there and um, he's a great skier. And so it's really awesome to see him. I, I don't know, I guess doing so well at school and um, with collegiate skiing, but yep. it's very cool. So have you and Purdue been, or at least you and Eric been in contact about setting up for nationals, like accommodating uh, what's going to like, teams coming in? Yeah, so we originally, um, almost about a year ago, we had agreed to host All-Stars at our lake this May, same um, 2021 year. And then unfortunately, when things fell through for nationals, they reached out to us and asked us if we'd be willing to host nationals instead of All-Stars. And so um, we've been sort of planning this tournament since last year. And then once it transitioned to nationals, obviously that's a lot bigger of a tournament and there's more things to sort of figure out. And so we have been um, planning since, uh, I think it's been like since August, just trying to figure things out for nationals. And unfortunately it just keeps changing with what schools are able to do and whether or not teams are able to compete. Um, but we've still been, uh, working with Purdue and just trying to figure things out of what we're going to do to host the tournament. But um, yeah, we've been trying to figure things out as we can. Yep. And then do you guys have anything like unique planned for this nationals? Um, oh gosh. Uh, it's really hard to say. I was super excited to have nationals just because I, at our lake, we've never hosted a collegiate tournament and in Colorado now we have um, so many collegiate skiers that have grown up together and they kind of ended up all over the U.S. at different collegiate teams um, and so it was it was super exciting and uh, it was going to be I I mean I thought that it was going to be the greatest or like the the best nationals it would be my senior nationals um, and unfortunately it's just things keep changing. And so it's really hard to set plans in stone when you have no idea how COVID is going to uh, change things. And so I don't really know if we have one special thing, I guess, that is that we have planned. Um, but I think one unique thing is that uh, it'll be a mix of an all-star tournament as well as a national tournament. So we may have the top 10 national teams there, but then we'll also have all-star competitors. And so it'll just be a, I guess not as exclusive as nationals is, and we'll be able to have more teams and more competitors come and ski at our tournament. And um, I think it'll be a very, I don't know, I, I hope it'll be a good tournament and something that's unique um, compared to all the other tournaments, so. Interesting. Like I've heard, I'd heard that uh, idea floated around before. Are the like all-star people going to like ski as like an independent team? Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's kind of unique and I don't know all the plans yet just because nothing is set in stone um, for what the tournament format is going to look like. But I think it, it, that's exactly what it'll be like is 
there will be, you can compete as a team, at, like as a national team, but then there will also be like individual all-star competitors as well. So um, I unfortunately am not entirely sure how all of that is going to work out, um, but I I don't know. I think it'll be a, a good format and um, hopefully a good tournament and hopefully by then things will somewhat be a little bit more normal, but it'll be good to get back to um, collegiate tournaments and kind of start up, um, hopefully getting things back to normal, but it'll be good just to see everyone again and um, be able to have a normal <laughs> a collegiate skiing experience, I guess. Yeah, I'm really, I really hope that the like, independent all-stars thing like sticks around because I feel yeah. like a, a big reason why some people will pick to some like already good skiers will pick certain schools is like, oh, they go to nationals, I'm gonna go there. Yeah. Whereas like if yep. that comes up, you can if you can make nationals on your own merits, that'd be a cool way to like kind of not level everyone, but could like bring up some smaller schools. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that um Eric and I have talked a lot about just because Western lost a ton of their competitors. Um we had a lot of graduating seniors and so our team is even smaller now. Um, and so, and with Purdue, they were also kind of talking along the same lines, their team isn't huge. And so we were kind of saying, we we're like, well, our teams are so small, we're gonna be hosting nationals and you know, hopefully both of our teams make it to nationals, but at least with all stars, we'll, our teams will still be able to compete on an individual level. And um, it does kind of give smaller teams a chance to be able to ski rather than um I don't know I guess just the bigger teams being able to ski at nationals every year so I think that it is something that's it's cool and hopefully it does stick around just because it it gives everyone a a good opportunity but mm -hmm. it'll be good great so I've got two last two questions for you first one is what's your favorite part about skiing at western washington Oh gosh. Um, oh goodness. Sorry. Um, my favorite thing about skiing at Western is um, my entire life I've grown up in Colorado and I have skied here, which I, I love Colorado and um, I love skiing here, but it was a very cool thing to be able to move somewhere else and get to ski somewhere else. And I think one of the best things is Washington is beautiful and especially Bellingham we're like right next to the ocean and um I I'd have to say just the area is probably my favorite part about skiing up there and we I don't know it's just amazing we that the area I would say is probably my my favorite thing overall um and it's a little bit cold but uh it, I don't know, it's it's cool to ski up there and it's been a lot of fun just getting to ski in a new area and um, meet people in Washington and, and everything like that. Cool. And then last one is, do you have a favorite like on the water memory from collegiate skiing? Oh, um, I would have to say it was probably my freshman nationals is, I'd say is probably my favorite memory. Um, 
I, it was my first nationals as a freshman, obviously, and I had no experience of collegiate skiing before that. I mean, I, I went to regionals prior to that. Um, and so I had, I had one tournament that I had been to, but, um, I, I think just like the atmosphere of nationals, it was amazing. And so I went out and skied and just being able to, when I got done skiing, my entire team was on the shore and they ran down to get me. And a lot of the other teams from the West coast, they were lining the shore and just being so supportive. And I just think that like, when I think about what collegiate skiing is, I just think of that memory and just think of nationals as a whole, just because um, it's, it's a very supportive community. And it just was very special to no matter how I skied, everyone was just so happy for me. And um, I don't know, it was very cool to just see everyone on the shore watching and supporting everybody. And uh, just I as a our entire West Coast was on the shore cheering for everybody. And um, it was very cool. I thought that it was unique. And that's kind of what made me like, fall in love with collegiate water skiing. But um, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Do you have anything you want to say before I stop recording? I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank you to everyone who made it this far. And sorry for any technical difficulties that